everybody. Welcome to St. Misbehaving, the podcast about saints from people who are not. I am your host, Matthew Shadorn, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host and senior researcher who, despite having a serious head injury this week, I still remember her name. <laughs> Sarah Domini, everybody. Oh Welcome. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> How are you doing today, Sarah? <laughs> okay, well, it's Anna. I'm pretty sure it's not. I wrote it down on a post-it note. Also, if I was still the senior researcher, I'd be I'd be fully taking advantage of your concussion here and being like, well, uh, as you know, Matthew, this podcast is 100% improvised. Uh, we just make up stories about saints. I honestly yeah. don't know that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so my name is, in fact, Anna Domini. Um, mm. I would like to, to introduce myself as well, Matthew's that's what I said. co-host and best friend. Mm, I, I have a vague <laughs> recollection that you're not my friend. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I, I see how it is. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm worried for you. What's happened? Well, I was going to say the saintly or miraculous thing that happened to me this week. I don't know if it was miraculous or saintly. It was, it was very, very, it felt very penitential because I spent a lot of time on my knees oh my bleeding out. <laughs> wow. Did you, did you experience any divine visions when you lost blood? Because that's no, happened a no, bit no. to saints. Uh, maybe you're not a saint then. I guess not. No, which, I felt very fits like with the, the podcast. I felt more focused in a way than I haven't. Anyways. But you didn't see the light. No, I didn't know. <laughs> I was at the park with Tavish, mm-hmm. and I had parked his stroller next to the welcome sign at the at the park, and I was going to put something in the bottom of his stroller, and I was looking down at the stroller instead of looking up at the sign, and I walked into it, and I caught the corner of a very sharp metal Yikes. sign yeah. with my forehead. That doesn't sound like a very warm welcome. No, and it, it hurt a lot, and I mm. was stumbling around and swearing. And was the miracle that you went to a hospital to get it sorted and they didn't charge you thousands of dollars? That was miraculous. Welcome yes. to Britain. And that was very nice. Yeah, so I, I got this jagged uh, gash in my forehead. It is pretty gross. But I put my hand on my forehead because it hurt. And then when I took my hand away, it was covered in blood. And then so I had to... Uh, so I kind of like get, went over to the stroller and then I was mm-hmm. on my knees with my head this down. This is where you received the du- divine vision. I yeah. Um, did, yes. And, and I got no intervention from uh, God or anybody at the so park. clearly you're killing uh, it. You're already doing great. <laughs> but mostly I was just on my knees because uh, that allowed the steady stream of blood from my forehead to just flow onto the ground and not mm. onto my clothes. That is a positive uh, side effect of prayer. I yeah. Heard. And then I was able to uh, grab the diaper bag out of the Stroller. Did you mop up your blood with a nappy? Well, I I got they are some super wet... absorbent. I know I got some wet wipes uh, out of the bag and I cleaned up my head and I held it to my forehead till they stopped. And then when I was feeling better, I I was ready to leave the park. I had a diaper um, held to my forehead. Uh, was it a clean on, one? At on least? Way... Yeah, a clean one well, on the way home because they are very absorbent and it held. Mm. You know, yeah. So I kept that pressed on the wound so that it didn't bleed anymore did, it did, it would be did anyone see you and laugh at you no one gentleman one nice gentleman did uh stop and ask he was riding his bike in the opposite direction on the path home and he was like are you all right and i was like i'm fine <laughs> just i hit my head i'm on my way home and then to the hospital so but thank you for stopping and so... i was like see and i just gave him a quick flash of my gash <laughs> like you and... were doffing your cap <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and he was like okay and then we went home and yeah the walk home was really tough because my head was splitting oh it hurt so much so what did you do when you got home you went to any uh yeah um i called alice on the way home and um 
told her what happened and she came home and worked in the afternoon so that uh, somebody could be home for Tavish. Mm. And then I went to the emergency room and spent the rest of the day there. It took like four hours because it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't any kind of priority. But yeah. at the same time, I was like, can somebody just come and knock this out 15 minutes? We could all go home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just do a quick one before lunch break or something. Yeah, just, you know, a few strips of tape. But yeah, and I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, if I lived in America, I'd just have a scar now because I wouldn't have bothered to. <laughs> and maybe an infected wound. Who possibly, knows? An, yeah, possibly a terrible infection. I mean, it looks tetanus. like you may well get a scar. The Yeah, the doctor or the nurse practitioner, which I don't understand the difference really, but she said that... Um, it should heal together pretty well and mm. should have minimal scar. So oh, that's nice. Yeah, it just looks it just looks really gross. Um, <laughs> it looks like you are going to a very early Halloween party as like a yeah. minimal effort zombie. Yeah, <laughs> what I've been looking like is just a sad middle aged man because I've been walking around with a baseball cap on because <laughs> I don't want to freak people out. With oh, my... I see. Head wound. But you thought I was sturdy enough, had a sturdy enough stomach to cope with it. Yeah. I figured figured it out. You, you used to see in my face, so this is just this kind of mixes it up a little bit. So, <laughs> Thank you. Very considerate. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, that's a positive side effect of having a baby who it's your job to keep alive and safe. Is that when you get yourself into bloody scrapes, you can use his supplies to to mop up your blood. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, I was commended by several people about my quick thinking and mm. my uh, uh, immediate field action. I honestly thought I was going to Is this go a bit like, you know, some sometimes people hit their head and they become, like, kinder and smarter? Do you think that happened to you? I feel like I was already at maximum kindness and smartness for oh, the okay. circle that you would say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I honestly thought I was going to go into shock. Uh, oh, I'm because sorry. I was it was really pouring blood. Uh, yeah. And I was, like, afraid that... But mm. I had my baby to think about. He was completely unaware, by the way. Despite <laughs> he the was fact... not horrified by the fact that blood was pouring from your head. He did. I don't think he even noticed. He was like six feet away in like a little, there was like a little playhouse at the park. <laughs> and he was just in the playhouse and having a great time by himself, just like in there. Nice blood, Dad. Have you seen this fake cooker? It is the shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a little wheel in here I can turn. Yay. <laughs> so he was fine until I was ready to go. And then he like ran away into like the woods uh <laughs> sorry just that image of him seeing his dad like a horrific vision and then fleeing to the woods no it wasn't even that it was just that, like as a, coincidentally like as i had kind of collected myself and gotten everything together and i was kind of had the diaper on my forehead i was like okay tavish where are you and then he was like to turn around and he was just like running away <laughs> i was just Aww. like damn it and i gotta go chase him <laughs> anyways have you done anything saintly or experienced anything miraculous lately um i've done something fairly saintly i'd say what's that so i i'm like unofficially diagnosed with long covid uh -huh. because i'm still experiencing fatigue and stuff and i've had a load of tests done and there's nothing else that they can use to or say to account for it uh -huh. so i have signed up to a study on like post-covid fatigue and i think it's called creatine this hormone or or something that people with fatigue have less of or something i i don't know okay. i haven't actually began being in the study yet oh, okay basically i'm i've donated my broken body to science 
and it's like by participating in the study i don't get anything out of it like they're not going to give me any medicine um it's just for for knowledge so that's pretty altruistic that it's like you know using the opportunity of of me being suboptimal to further human knowledge and understanding you don't get any uh money out of it or you get compensated for your time but it's like 50 quid for like a day so i could use 50 quid okay well maybe i'll buy you a drink with it and that will really augment the um the altruism yeah there you go <laughs> just get that right away just to somebody needy and deserving of a drink uh that there is we go me. wow you you really turned my miracle of science thing into the miracle of buying you a drink <laughs> It would be a miracle if you bought me a drink. Wow. Once, Fairly sure once. I've bought you drinks before. I feel like I'm I'm still in the hole as far uh, as drinks go. I don't know. I, mm. I feel like the amount of labor you have extracted from me <laughs> without pay mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, covers a few drinks. Speaking of which, Anna. <laughs> yes. Today is October 16th, 2022. Who is uh, today's saint? Today's saint is, in fact, the saint for the 19th of October, Saint Friedslide, or Frieda Sweeter. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Friedslide, Frieda Sweeter. Wait, this is the this is the patron saint of Oxford, right? Oh my god, you're getting so good at this uh, <laughs> this thing, you don't even have to hear her story to guess her patronage. Oh, well, I just know that. I mean, I, a... I may as well just give up, just this let is, you do you the know, whole thing by yourself. In Oxford, there's a number of things that are named... Fried's wide, mm. yeah. Weed. I I yeah. feel like, like it, I've never known it how to can't say it. be fried's wide. I feel like that's how we pronounce it. it. It's like you know how Maudlin is Maudlin, even though it's named after Mary Magdalene. Yeah, even though it's spelled Magdalene. So yeah. guys, this is going to be real. A lot of like inside Oxford jokes <laughs> on this one. So yeah, apologies in advance. I mean, the, what what percentage of our listenership is actually from outside Oxford? <sighs> 90 percent i don't know we've got 40 percent in america at least two percent in in finland we've been holding on to our finnish contingent yeah we need to do another finnish saint then well frida Sweda sounds kind of scandinavian yeah yeah i think you know back in the the seventh century in the in the in the old times we had more kind of what would have been like anglo-saxon i guess so there were Mm -hmm. you know general names were more sort of germanic i guess yeah so it's old english right yeah it's the uh the more germanic the more um norse closer to norse languages so yeah she was uh she was around in the the seventh century so but we're saying it frida's I think I think it's more likely to be Frida Sweeter than Fried's White. We should we need a we should have gotten a pronunciation guide from Kat. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. As previously mentioned, I haven't had time to do any supplementary research. That's right. Due to my illness, so if you're gonna if you're gonna kick off about that, I'll sue you for discrimination. But let me let me do some right now in the moment. Okay, well, on the Wikipedia page, it just says Old English Frios Whip. <laughs> so that doesn't help. Yeah, it might be right. Freeze Whip. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's just call her Swidey. I don't know. Friga? Frieza? Frieza. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so Fries Wide, so not to be confused with the Stanley Kubrick movie, Fries Wide Shut. Anyway, <laughs> what's the deal with her? So I know that she's the patron saint of the town because there's stuff all over town named after her. Hmm. Oh, here's, here's a fun fact. She's also known as Frither Swift. 
So does that help? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I tried. Yeah, let's just move on from the name. <laughs> okay. I I like Fritherswith actually. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna call her that, or or just Frith for short. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was born around 650 in England, but the mm-hmm. earliest account of her life wasn't written until the 12th century, when her abbey became an Augustinian foundation. So what this is saying is that most of what follows is unverified. I'm guessing. Okay. Not primary. No primary sources here. Yeah. For- yeah, so okay. buckle up for the ride of your life. <laughs> that, that, that's... According to William of Malmesbury, she was a Mercian princess, daughter of Didion of Ensham, whose lands occupied western Oxfordshire and the upper reaches of the River Thames. Did you say a Mercian princess? Yeah. So like a princess of the River Mersey. No, 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 Mercian. <laughs> What's you know, Mercian? So in old England, before England was England, it was a number of kingdoms. Right. Mercia, Wessex, Northumbria. Okay. Those are ones I can think of. Um, <laughs> uh, East Anglia, you may have heard, because that's still kind of called that now. Yeah. So Mercia was like the one between Wessex and the north, and it uh, included Oxfordshire, I guess. Okay. Um, um, so yeah, she or was... Western Oxfordshire at least. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Didion of Ensham occupied Western Oxfordshire. Oh, okay. And Who's the Didion of Ensham. Her dad. I said which... she was the daughter of Didion of Ensham. Right. Which so... is is interesting that you introduced this podcast by misnaming me because the first time you did that. You yes. were emceeing a gig and he brought me on stage and you were like, please put your hands together for Anne Didion. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who is that? I appreciate you still doing that gig. <laughs> yeah, I didn't just walk out then. Well, the thing is, I think I think a misogynist had already been on and I was like, well, this needs rescuing now. Do you remember oh, that? Right. Yeah, The guy, I remember the guy that. who described like every woman who'd ever turned him down as a bitch or something. Yeah, Very... that was a mistake. Jake, that guy. (laughs) That's what his parents think too. Uh, Yeah, I um, he uh, yeah, he was a. I don't know. I'd seen him once or twice before in America. He was a better comic then. I think he'd been out of the game and maybe just was like. Well, maybe he just got dumped. Yeah, or something. He just he turned into a soured guy. He was. Yeah. I was like, "What are you doing in London?" He's like, "I thought it'd be fun to live in London for a year, and but it sucks. I hate it." (laughs) It's like, uh, okay. That, <laughs> that explains everything then. Because he was living in like Colorado before. Right. But he worked for like Deloitte or Ernst & Young or some big accounting firm. Wow. So he was just like, I'm just going to transfer to London for a while and see uh, how okay. that sounds. But he uh, he really hated it. Not in the fun way that I hate England. Like he just really <laughs> hated it. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so that that was a, a fun, fun episode of our lives. The start mm. of our beautiful work association ship. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, Didion of Emsham was her dad and her mum mm-hmm. was called Sefrida. Ah. She was brought up by a holy woman named Elgitha who taught her the maxim, whatever is not God is nothing, uh, which <laughs> nothing. is great for self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, isn't God everything? So then nothing is nothing? Nothing is nothing. Well, that's fair. What is it? Maybe so, wait, that's, so... Yeah, it's quite a negative way of saying God is everywhere, I guess. I and guess. Everything. Or is it? She's saying like whatever's not godly is nothing. So it's like if you're yeah, not godly. doing God stuff, then you're doing nothing. It's yeah. worthless. With your life, yeah. Give up on your dreams of doing comedy, and she's like, never. I'm a. That's my life. I love it. <laughs> like there's no money in it. There's no future. Exactly. Anyways. 
Right, that's just an example from just pulled out of thin air, but you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so after her mother's death, Frieda's reader returned to Oxford to live with her father. But mm. Elgitha's piety had influenced her greatly. She mm-hmm. founded a church at Oxford's city gates with her father's assistance. I'm guessing financial. Yeah. And but took... you know, maybe he's you know putting in the work. He's built, putting bricks up and stuff. He's got a wheel. <laughs> he's out there on the weekends with a wheelbarrow. You know, he's not there every day because he's got regular king stuff to do. Because he's a king, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Or a lord. Because she was or... a, a princess, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but then you know, on the weekends he you know chips in a little bit. You know. Just, he shows his face, you know, lets people know that he's made other people. <laughs> I, I bet the church. the church. I bet the church was called Didion's Place rather than <laughs> Didion's as churches are famously famously named yeah. like bars. I was, yeah, I was gonna say, do you think they open a bar? Is that what? <laughs> Serving exclusively communion wine. That sounds like a fun bar, actually. It's like communion <laughs> wines, and then you, and then they've just got free bowls of like communion wafers, wafers you, yeah. on the table. And you just on good. Fridays they do loaves and fishes as well. Just yeah, to mix it's just it up. smells of incense all the time. This is a great bar. <laughs> so yeah, at uh, at Didion's place, mm-hmm. uh, and she took a perpetual vow of wait a vow of perpetual. Motion? Virginity. Oh, right. <laughs> different than perpetual motion. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess so. Depending on how you do it. Hey. Um... <laughs> Devoting herself instead to so, Okay, God. so she's decided that now is the time to... How old is she at this point? Because um, often we find saints that make this... Yeah, this when perpetual... they're too young to really know what virginity is. Yeah. Yeah, unclear. Okay. But anyways, so young lady, she's uh, she's decided to devote herself to God and yep. not to worldly pleasures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Didion founded a convent building adjoining the new church, which was where Frida Frieda lived with 12 female companions. Okay. They're just companions. Just good friends, yeah. They're just good friends. <laughs> She's just, she's like, hey, you know what I really need is, a, is I need dad to build me a house and stuff it full of 12 young ladies. ladies yep. Similarly um, inclined to perpetual. Not ever have sex with men. Yeah. No sex with men. No sex with men. I cannot <laughs> emphasize that enough. No men sex in here. That's it. Thank you very mm. much. It's a sin. Yes. They were not bound by a rule, but lived a life of chastity and prayer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, uh, which you know, are my two favorite positions. Uh, it's all euphemisms. I get what you're saying. So they weren't bound by. So they were just like it was kind of just a free. It's kind of a yeah hippie convent, I guess. Yeah, free form convent. Like yeah. no, no specific. Like they're not Franciscan or no. Augustine yeah, exactly. Or I mean, that. they're just kind of like yeah. Just... They're not poor Claire's. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. Well, they're, they're fancy princess friends, aren't they? Rather yeah. than poor Claire's. <laughs> Bunch of princess friends just braiding each other's hair and <laughs> talking, having a good time. Yeah, touching each other. Despite her vow of celibacy, <gasps> huh? <laughs> Frieda's Vida was seen as a desirable bride due to her famed beauty and wealth. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a real one-two punch for. Uh, <laughs> she's got the looks. Ages. She's also yeah. got the fortune. She's got the money, and she's easy to look at. Say, <laughs> a local prince named Algar, who was possibly later identified as Ethelbald of Mercia, was determined to marry. <laughs> Neither her. one of these names is good. <laughs> <laughs> Algar. Algar's a- they named a jelly after him. 
Yeah. Is there? Oh, wait, that's Agar. Never mind. Uh, I was going to say this. It's not... Uh, Algar is a name that uh, people just kind of let go, uh, yeah. I think. It, maybe, maybe it needs a revival. Uh, it does feel like it could become one of those middle-class Trendy names. names. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could... I'm surprised that it, in my uh, East Oxford uh, playgroup... <laughs> you I'm haven't met an number, Algar. Some yeah. number of Algars, yeah. Any, any Ethelbolds? It was, it was just so many Ethelbolds. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so annoying because they're like, Ethelbold? And it's like, are you talking to me or are you talking to? Oh, no, it's my son. No, it's like, sorry, I mean, Ethelbold D. That's who I was talking yeah, to. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, Ethelbold was determined to marry her. Mm-hmm. He puts the bold in Ethelbold. Yeah, oh, very nice. Different kind of bold. He also puts the Ethel in Ethelbold, which is weird. <laughs> yes. When she refused his proposal, he was furious and planned mm. to abduct her. <laughs> which, you know, that's the way to change someone's mind. It's plan B, guys. I'm a it's nice always... guy. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to marry me why is it because i brought a sack to this proposal <laughs> <laughs> why why don't bitches ever want to date nice guys <laughs> jeez <laughs> i don't want to kidnap you you're making me do this you know that <laughs> oh god so the the forerunner to um 4chan the the original in incel ethelbold however this guy's not original this is not this is well, yeah, this is a true. very common turn of events for a lot of saints that we talk about <laughs> anyways yes. go ahead yeah true i mean at mm. least this one was rich you know she had means to protect herself probably i suppose Whereas, so. like that i think the last one that got kidnapped was like a poor farm girl so now, wasn't there that welsh princess who got oh yeah kidnapped? she got kidnapped too she she kind of yeah she was and then kind got of Stockholm syndrome Sorry. yeah hard hard to tell yeah that was the i think yeah the the kind of pirate saint <laughs> yeah the, the, uh, they did the raids saint gladys yeah they were fun yeah. <laughs> in the end the kidnapping turned out real fun for, mm. for us anyways <laughs> like oh like that bonus episode we did on that person that i'd never heard of oh never yeah mind. that didn't turn out fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. however frida sweeter learned of his plan and fled into the wilderness i.e swindon maybe swindon yeah let's say yeah, swindon. That, that's allowed fuck, okay. fuck those guys <laughs> according to the earliest version of the story frida's reader later returned to oxford in secret algar uh-huh. heard of this and led his men to the gates of the city he threatened to burn oxford to the ground if frida's reader was not delivered to him uh, again way to win her over i also where's where's ethelbold when we need him now like it, yes burn this town to the ground uh, algar is ethelbold <laughs> that's what i said that's what, what I'm saying. Where, where is he now when we need him? I was like, Oh, you want to burn Oxford to the ground now? Yeah, I just don't. Why? Just sometimes. I don't know. I just get annoyed. I mean, if you're going to burn anywhere to the ground, surely Westminster. Mm. The system. We, I think we could burn a couple colleges to, uh, to the ground just as a as a message to the rest. Wait, let's just pour soup on them. Yeah. That's that's a, a fair protest. Are you talking about those people who threw soup on the... Yeah, that was, yeah, the reference. On the Van Gogh? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. I didn't make the connection between that and climate change. So people are outraged about the destruction of a painting, even though it wasn't actually destroyed because it was covered by glass. Right. And I think the point is, how are you so mad about this painting and not about the fact that, you know, our whole ecosystem is being destroyed? Right. But why soup? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cheap, is it, I guess, is as it a liquid. Postmodern Andy Warhol statement. Yeah, maybe. A lot of people said they should have thrown it on an Andy Warhol. But like, yeah. I guess as a as an inconvenient liquid that kind of looks quite gross when it's cold, it's probably quite cheap. 
It's 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 easy to get past security. Yeah, like, probably you, you probably couldn't bring in a, a tin of like emulsion paint mm. to a gallery, but maybe you could bring soup. <laughs> that raises all kind of red flags. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you have this 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 gallon of turpentine with you? No well, reason. Yeah, like, maybe a previous protest had had milk, so like you're not allowed to bring milk in anymore, but you're not not allowed to bring soup in, and like the list of things that people throw is going to be determined by what's already been thrown. Ah. Uh, when the poor, innocent, gallery-loving soup eaters now can't take soup. To, <laughs> they this can't. Is, these are the real victims here, yeah. They can't look at their favorite Mondrian and sip on some minestrone at the same time. <laughs> Those poor sons of bitches. They had nothing. They had nothing but art and soup. Listen, listen, miso and money is the only thing that gets me through the week. Oh, you know what? That's what I I need, like, a nice, cool gazpacho and... (laughs) And gogan. And gogan. There you go. Anyways, (laughs) This is is fun. Carrot, coriander, and Cezanne doesn't quite work. Yeah, a little split pea and Picasso. That's what you want. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Is this staying in? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It depends if the rest of this is better or worse. This might be too much of an aside. All right, where are Uh, we even at? Algar threatened to pour soup all over Oxford if Frieda's Frieda was not delivered to him. Right, right. Burn it down. Yeah. Uh, Eventually, Didion's men, as in her dad's army, were unable to hold them off. So as a last resort, Frieda's Frieda prayed for protection. Uh Uh-huh invoking St. Catherine and St. Cecilia, who uh, had also resisted marriages to preserve their vows of chastity. We talked about, I think we've, we've had... We a, talked about Cecilia. Cecilia. Cecilia did get married, though, but she... Um, yeah, Cecilia... but then she converted her husband, didn't she? Yeah, she convinced her husband that, to say celibate. So maybe she could, you know, maybe you could turn this guy around for his weed. I like, I like how... You can change him. <laughs> it's a lesson they never learn. I do like how, you know, at the end of the episode, you always say, like, when would you appeal to a saint to help you? And in, in this case, it's like, they, it really makes sense who she's chosen. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she picked, she picked the right ones, I think. Inspiring, yeah. Yeah. So as Algar marched through the city gates, he was blinded by a supposedly heaven-sent blow and made his... And his men fled. Wait, so he was blinded by a blow? Yeah, someone <laughs> rubbed cocaine in his eyes. Oh. The, wait, but not no, like a I th- light. No, I think it's, like, it's like, a, like a bolt of lightning or something. Ah, yeah, okay. So that, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, all right. So he, ca- he came in. Blind. Yeah. He was struck blind. Yeah. Okay. At this point, he realized the errors of his ways and renounced <laughs> his desire to marry Frieda. <laughs> Oh, I see now that kidnapping is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be able to physically see. Yeah, I mean, I don't I see, see the it, truth. You know, yeah. I mean, what I meant to say is that it, the truth is apparent to me now. That, uh, to, uh, you know, now that I'm blind, I see where I've made mistakes. I love that his men <laughs> ran away. It's like, oh, he can't see us? Fucking, let's get out of here. <laughs> well, he was a nice guy. He clearly inspired some very loyal followers. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, everybody there was just like, is no one going to help me home? Well, fine. <laughs> Where are all my friends? He gave up on his his uh, harassment of Frieda's Frieda, and mm-hmm. she forgave him. And when did that he, happened... So did he just cite back? He did, yeah. Well ah, done. nice. Good job. <laughs> and then he went back to kidnapping. And it was like, ah! <laughs> <Psych>! <laughs> yeah. I learned um, nothing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I can see again, I do not see the truth anymore. No. No, ac- accounts of her time in hiding differ. According mm-hmm. to later versions, Fried's Vide 
fled from Algar with two of her companions. She can't mm-hmm. go anywhere without her ladies. Yes, yeah, um, uh, they're just companions. They just they help. <laughs> they help. Help stab them. <laughs> <laughs> when they came to the river, they found a ship sent by God, manned by an angel in white robes. Oh, it's nice. Pretty nice. Yeah, that's good. That's some. That's some like A plus service there. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like how you know river cruises are still a a tourist attraction here in Oxford. Mm-hmm. So that this is clearly where that tradition started. None of them are run by angels, though. I should say that to to people. I mean, that... you say that. Have you have you been on every single one? Do you know that for sure? I haven't. I did hear a story recently where a friend of mine was assaulted by a punt punter, one of the guys who does the punting. As in, so... someone who works on the punts. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Do we know which company it was? The punt company. <laughs> the the. <laughs> I'll tell you. I don't. I probably have to cut it out, but it's. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, that's really bad. Hope yeah. they lose their job. Well, they lost. was like she hung out with some people after she was a comedian, and anyways, she hung out with them afterwards, and then oh, like he like made a weird, he made a gross pass at her and um, grabbed at her. But um, oh my god, he did not realize or he did not take seriously the fact that she was a trained stunt woman and knew quite a bit of martial arts. <laughs> Amazing. And so yeah. Cool. So. Uh, anyway. So. Anyways. <laughs> Good, good, good tangent there. Mm. So, angel, white robes. Right. Boat. So they t- she takes boat the boat. Service. Where'd she go in the boat? It took them to Bampton in Oxfordshire, which is like out west. Okay, never been. And they is went nice? into hiding there. Uh, it's it's quite a pretty village. I think they filmed parts of Downton Abbey there. Oh, yeah, fancy, fancy, mm. charming, Cotswoldy. I think. Meh. I don't like to leave the city. <laughs> just put that Do, you don't like to, or you are unable to on account. I don't of... care to. <laughs> Even if I could, I wouldn't want means. to. Uh, fair enough. Except to go to another city. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not about these villages. These tiny country towns. Okay. No. Other accounts say that she hid in Binsey, which, as you know, is very near Oxford. No, it's... I don't know that. Where's that? It's the little hamlet between Jericho and Wolvercote, sort of next to Port Meadow. There's a little hamlet there? Yeah. It must be it's very little. It's where the perch had, is. I you know no the perch idea. pub? Been I don't to the care perch? for that perch. Okay. <laughs> you perch in other places, thank you very much. Yeah, here's... All right, so here's more, like, inside Oxford bullshit. But I went to the perch, and I was like... Oh, wait, or is it the trout? Which is the one that's nice? They're both named after fish. They're both meant to be really good. This one's got the big beer garden outside. I think they both do, don't they? One's right next to the river and one you have to walk in a bit. I think the trout is right next to the river. And the trout's one we're talking about? No, we're talking about the perch. Oh, the perch is nice. I like Oh, okay, there we go. The trout is like i don't know i was there once and i was like they i guess they've done some renovation or something mm-hmm. not too long ago and i was like this has all the charm of of a operating theater it's like it's nice. not it was like it was so sterile and like ugly and i don't know i was just i was like i hate this place i don't yeah. like it at all anyways the the trout is really nice though no wait the perch <laughs> the other one's really nice okay so this is the one with the nice one i guess mm-hmm. so she she went to Binsey and found or discovered a small pigsty, which she turned into an oratory for her companions. So a good bit of uh, interior design. Very trendy. We like 
you know, tiny homes, they're a trend, yeah. don't they? What vision, uh, too, to see a pigsty and be like, you know, I can do a lot with this. I can see, <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Oratory. <laughs> and your friends are like, mm, this, is a, this, is a, this is literally a pit filled with mud and manure. Yeah, but to be honest, in Oxford, you know, if she was a landlord, she could charge like a thousand pounds a month That's for that. so true. Yeah, she'd get so much money for that pigsty. Turn it into like six, seven apartments. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some um, international students in there. They don't know. <laughs> Just, you know, it's got riverside views if it's in mm-hmm, Binsey. So mm-hmm. that's a definite plus point. It's within the ring road that didn't exist at that time. But they were planning it then. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And this was a site of another miracle. Oh. The miracle of capitalism. <laughs> so she didn't want to go to the distant River Thames to fetch water. Uh-huh. As you've already described, Binsey is, you know, a little bit of a walk from the river. It's a bit from the um, river, yeah. So she prayed to God and a well sprung up. It was mm. believed to have healing properties and was oh, okay. lo- locally called the treacle well from the Middle English word treacle, which means healing balm. Right. So she was like, oh, it's kind of far to the Cannot river. Cannot be bothered. Yeah. God, can you do something about this? This is this is good because like where I am in Oxford, there's no cafes anywhere nearby. Right. And like I just really want someone. I know it's soulless, but I really want someone to put like a pret or a costa or something next to the corner shop. And uh, maybe I should just pray for you know sustenance to just spring up from the ground. Couldn't hurt, you know. <laughs> it would really bring opportunity to the area. Yeah. So she's got this this well. Wait, so there's a well with healing properties? Mm-hmm. And it's right in town? That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there. Oh. Maybe this is one saint who's a holy site we could very easily go and investigate. I know. This is like we talk so much about different going saints. Going on tour. And, and, and now and there's the, one on our doorstep. Yeah. And now we've got to put our money where our mouth is. Like, if we don't go to this these holy sites, mm. then it's like... Then we don't deserve Italy. You're right. You know, you should be a pilgrim in your own city. That's that's the motto of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do like a part two that's just like recorded live of us wandering around. Yeah. We're going to the the, reactions to her well. Um, Okay. So you said there's St. Margaret's well in Binzi. Oh, well, maybe that's been. Is that what it is? It was co-opted from. Did you just Google like holy wells in Oxford? (laughs) I had her pic- yeah. I had her Wikipedia page up earlier because I was trying to figure out the the uh, pronunciation. And I remember there was a picture of a well on there. Right. So, I see. With stairs going down, should stairs go into a well? <laughs> it makes it easier to get out if you fall in there. Mm, it's good to have an accessible well. I think that that's. She's ahead of her time, you know? Okay. Anywho, the treacle well probably inspired the story of the treacle well in Alice in Wonderland, in which three sisters living at the bottom of the well have only treacle to drink. Oh. Now, what is treacle? Uh, It's like kind of very thick syrup. Ew. I guess. (laughs) Uh, You can have a treacle tart that's like, yeah, just sticky and sweet. I guess. We should go to this well and bring Treacle Tart and see what happens. And that'll be that'll be a Patreon episode. An uncrystallized syrup made during refining of sugar. So is it a very sweet is the water very sweet? Is that the idea? Mm, maybe. Mm. That would that would depict holiness a little bit, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so today uh there we go. You jump the gun. A nineteenth century reconstruction of Frieda's Reader's well can be found at the Church of St. Margaret in Binsey. So oh, okay. it is the well, but it isn't. So they reconstructed it, but on the yes. original spot, where they yes. think the spot is. 
where they think right. the spot is because the no that that that'll come later. Um, I'll tell what you later. What the original well? I'll tell you later. All right. Yes. <laughs> late. So you got to keep listening. All right. All right. All right. So. Uh, Frieda Sweden then returned to Oxford, where she was appointed the first abbess of the Benedictine St. Mary's Double Monastery, which is <laughs> It's where... a double monastery! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's like, you know, for boys and girls. Oh, um, no, they put two beef patties in the middle <laughs> that makes it the double a monastery. Slice of cheese. Yeah, they yeah. get bacon on it, too. <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah, double monastery. So you, you think it's, it's a co-ed monastery? Maybe, yeah. Or or like a, it's just twice as big. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a double stuff monastery. Extra large for all the extra praying that you put in there. <laughs> Indeed. And you can, yeah, you can double up on your communion mm-hmm. for just a pound extra. It's twice as holy as any monastery in the area. Like you can't. In the, in the general Oxfordshire County. Are you in one of those, re- you regular, you in one of those regular mono monasteries? It's like a, kind of a double monastery here in Oxford. Pretty great. <laughs> One of the re- many reasons to visit, yeah. along along with our excellent boat trips. Mm-hmm. So the double monastery is where Christchurch now stands. The uh, okay. Uh, which isn't called Christchurch College for some reason. It's just called Christchurch. Wait, it's not called Christchurch College? Nope, it's just Christchurch, Oxford. Whereas everywhere what? else is like Magdalen College, Oxford. It's uh, yeah. a little known fact. I don't think I like Christchurch. <laughs> <laughs> no. It doesn't. It doesn't produce good people. Mm. Anyway, I mean, I'm sure it has produced some nice people. Hey, yeah. I mean, Lewis Carroll was there. So oh, that's... the child molester. Neat. What? Lewis what? Carroll. What? Lewis Carroll. Uh huh. Who wrote Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Is a child molester. Duh. <laughs> okay. You've clearly never read Alice in well, Wonderland. Well, no, I probably. I don't think I have. But he also had a very well documented relationship with an underage girl called Alice. Mm, I think so, or something. I don't know. Excellent. Well, <laughs> I mean, she, Alice in Wonderland is like the. I mean, I would say that Lewis Carroll is the unofficial patron saint of Oxford. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. Okay, fine. Maybe that's why Christchurch is bad. It's like capitalizing off the the reputation of an author who did terrible things. They also make a lot of money off of um, people touring it because it's a site for the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. So an author doing terrible things. <laughs> they just they really found a group and they are just laying into it. <laughs> Excellent. They're, yeah, so according to some versions of the legend, it was in later life that she retired to Binzi rather than when she was on the run um, okay. because she was seeking solitude. But she's thought to have died in Binzi oh. or Oxford. <laughs> same different. Um, it's kind of the same place now. Well, th- this is the thing. Back then, it would have been like, you know, quite a, a distance. It would have been miles it apart. felt very different, yeah. Yeah, there was no bus service out there then. Exactly. I mean, it's barely better now, but... You have to cross the river to get there, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the river is... Yeah, it would have been a whole day's <laughs> journey to Binzi, as opposed quite to now. a day's travel. Yes. Um, anyway. Long day's journey into Binzi. <laughs> to see the the well. So yeah, the, the well kind of got a reputation for for having healing properties in the water. Did it? Um, oh, I should go yeah. there with my new injury. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> is that like a path you'd like for your own life is to retire to Binzi? Um, I think it's, there? Kind of, it's kind of near the ring road. I don't know if I would be noisy. You're, but you're you're close to the ring road. Yeah, <laughs> So and I can cope with it because I'm young. Oh, um, but when but you're retired... Like, you, you... Yeah, I'll need... I mean, maybe I'll be deaf, so that'll be good. That's the thing, right? <laughs> but mm-hmm. no, I mean, I think because it's so small... 
it's probably very expensive there. Hmm, probably. Because it's kind of on the meadow. I imagine they don't, they're not going to build a large building of flats anytime soon. Probably. Probably a good flood risk then, because you're also, mm. yeah. High flood risk. Indeed. Low reward. <laughs> so that's it. So she just, Yeah, that's her life. She, she was pursued yep. by a man. She forgave him. She blinded him and then forgave him. Yeah. She became the first abbess of the double of the, abbey. The famous double monastery of uh, Christchurch. Yeah. The Christchurch rudely tore down to build their <laughs> terrible Shrine buildings. to, I was going to say knowledge, but Problematic you could say authors. Problematic authors, exactly. That was her life. Is um, Christchurch where Boris Johnson went? No, but he went to Balliol. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, so that, that was... That was her life, but there, there's obviously an afterlife as well, as you know. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> did she have any uh, any miracles after oh, her? I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. She was once accosted by a local leper who asked her to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a kiss then. <laughs> like what? Like what does this a uh, cat call from a leper? Jesus. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, Oxford hasn't changed that much. Yeah, I'm to be say, honest. This, like. Uh... There's a lot, a lot of catcalling. Yeah, this is. The, I mean, that's like the classic guy who does a catcall. Because you look at him, and you're like, no, absolutely no. How did you think this was? <laughs> well, funny you should say that because Frieda's reader was both disgusted and afraid of infection. Mm-hmm. But she set aside her revulsion, made the sign of the cross, and kissed his lips. Mm. His leprous scales fell away, and his mm. flesh became as smooth as a child's. Which I feel like it's gone too far. <laughs> like he could have just had like normal skin, uh, rather than going all Benjamin Button. No, it's all beautiful new skin, like a little baby. <laughs> like a baby. Oh, I see why uh, Lewis Carroll was interested now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's the, they're like overcompensating. It's like well, it's not just that his leprosy went away. It's just like the skin was like perfect like, maybe they had to overcompensate though because if you've had like leprosy for that time it's like you get you get a bit of recompense by having nicer skin for a while rather than just possibly. like regular regular skin i mean that feels like just as much upkeep as the leprosy to keep that baby soft skin <laughs> i don't know yeah. you're less at risk of infection aren't you like it's not just having bad skin leprosy it's like a whole thing but now you're still i still feel like you still see him like begging for money but he's just like spare some alms for Ma- some maybe cream you... like some moisturizing cream <laughs> sir i need a special my t-zone is way out of control today it's too Ma- it's oily maybe, and... maybe he could make a living by just be like touch the the smoothest face in town and you have to pay like a groat to be able to stroke his cheek skin like a newborn baby come step right up <laughs> roll up roll up it's it's one shilling to see it and five shillings to touch it <laughs> there we go she gave him his livelihood yeah maybe that had been his career plan the whole time and he was foiled by leprosy Perhaps. And he was yes. finally set back on his path to his dream job. Yeah, that would be lovely. That's good for him. I still feel like kissing people who just ask for. So like, <laughs> did the, I mean, if only she'd done that with uh, the other guy, you know, she would have saved a lot of time running away. Yeah, I mean, at least he wasn't trying to marry her, right? Just asking for kisses. Um, <laughs> so you know, hey, that's the lesson there, guys. Just doesn't matter. Just you know, just ask for every lady you see for kisses. It, I mean, mm. it's good to ask. Definitely, if you want kisses, you should definitely ask. You should definitely ask. Not just assume. It's probably a better piece of advice to ask women that you actually know. And That's that, yeah, often often good. Uh, not necessarily women that you just see on the street. 
<laughs> I shouldn't just say women that you know, because then that sounds like, you know, just feel free to harass women you already know. Just don't harass. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dating advice with Matthew Shador. <laughs> just me. Just so like, successful know. at dating, he's got married twice. Twice. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, good luck. Good luck with everybody else out there, because uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> She's also said to have restored the sight of a blind girl, but I don't have any notes on whether kisses were involved there. But as we know from her uh, companions. Yeah, probably just did a few kisses just in case, you know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it it might work, it might not work, but uh, hey, let's give it a go. We can we can never be sure unless we try. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then obviously restored uh, thingy Ethel Bald's sight as well. Sight. So right. she's like a sight giver. I suppose. Yeah, she's really good at, at giving people sight. Mm. She should work at Vision Express. Yeah. Wouldn't I. it be great if like Vision Express sponsored this podcast because we're both glasses wearers? <laughs> I guess. Maybe we should write to them. <laughs> Possibly. So she's so she gives a lot of sight. She cleared mm. she cleared one leprosy. I mean, these are classic. These are classic <laughs> miracles. Like this is like he's like Yeah, old I mean school. it's a lot of what Jesus did, didn't it? Yeah. I mean this is the thing, right? Like if you're telling me like in the next thing she did is she made a bunch of loaves and fishes, I'd be like, Oh <laughs> Why do you great. think the pub in Binzi's called the perch? It's is a type of fish. Called? This type of fish. I know what the perch is. <laughs> I know fishes. Don't tell me what fishes are and aren't. Well, they're friends, not food to you. So That's true. Are those are the only miracles we have on record? Yep. Uh, that's all right. Those are pretty good. I mean, they're good miracles. They're good, yeah, solid. As you said, stuck to the classics. Like classic miracles, yeah. Uh, not, you know. What about relics? Any relics? <laughs> yes. Glad you asked. So her body was buried in her Saxon church. And mm -hmm. in 1180, her remains were placed in a shrine at the same site inside the newly founded St. Friedswides Priory, which is where Christchurch Cathedral is now. Mm. It was a popular pilgrimage site during the 12th century. And as her cult grew, many healing miracles were recorded at the site. Oh, okay. So there we go. There's some healing as well. Some more uh, postmortem healing miracles. Yeah. So wait, are her bones still in Christchurch Cathedral or? Well, yeah, I haven't finished telling the of the relics yet Sorry. so maybe <laughs> listen <laughs> in 1518 Catherine of Aragon visited Friesweid's shrine to pray for the birth of a healthy son oh. although she was the wife of Henry VIII who was divorced I believe so uh. maybe didn't happen um, was that that his first Catherine Ar Aragon was definitely first let's uh let's see if she had any kids Oh, maybe that was Elizabeth, actually. Uh, oh, sad. Oh, okay. She had one daughter, Mary I, who became oh, okay. Queen Mary of England. Yeah. But uh, she had one, two, three, four stillborn children. Oh. So I would say that that was a very counterproductive relic visit. Mm, yeah. Not to make light of the situation. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like I am. But uh, just following up on the facts, trust modern medicine instead yeah. would be would be the advice, I'd say. Mm, yeah, let's talk. I'm yeah, sorry. So, so, uh, <laughs> so that trip didn't work out for her. No. During the Reformation, the shrine was destroyed and her relics were lost. Oh. Sad. 23 years later, during Until... Mary I's <laughs> during Mary the First Counter Reformation. So interesting. So that's the daughter of the woman who we were yeah. just talking about, the one yeah. the surviving one. The remains of a Protestant woman named Catherine Martyr were dug up and relegated to a dunghill. During this process, Friedswein's remains were discovered. And when Queen Wait, Elizabeth... wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So this is a counter-reformation. So she's like, we're going back to Catholicism. What is yeah. this? A buried Protestant? 
That's going in the shit pile. (laughs) (laughs) Where it belongs, yeah. Yeah, and then they found like, oh, actually there's more bones underneath here. Yeah, and these are good Catholic bones. Yeah, fine Catholic bones. This is what we're looking for. (laughs) That's that's the stuff. When Queen Elizabeth came to the throne, Catherine Martyr's remains were ordered to be reburied within the (laughs) cathedral. (laughs) <laughs> just like Catherine Beamont, Catherine's just like, just make up your mind. I don't, I just want to rest. Maybe this is where the phrase, like, I've got a bone to pick with you comes no, from. No, but it is where the phrase, I've got a Catherine to rebury, uh, <laughs> does come from. Fair enough. The cleric tasked with this decided to mix the bones of Catherine with Frieswide's remains, <laughs> probably to prevent them from being tampered with in the future. <laughs> like a preemptive tampering. Yeah. Or he was just drunk and he was just like, I, oh, I got all these bones mixed up. Oh, man, they're going to be so angry. <laughs> the, uh, well, can we say it's a miracle that well, this saint has 15 ribs? Yeah, <laughs> let's just mix them together. I don't know, man. Just. Uh... <laughs> I wasn't listening in that biology class. I don't know how many bones are meant to be there. Mm. So they both got buried together. Yes. Which, you know, I think that Frieswide would want a female companion. I think so. I think she got she got what she was always hoping for. Yeah. Her eternal sleep is sleeping with a woman. Yeah. The mixed bones were buried in the floor of the cathedral in an unmarked spot where they remain today, allegedly. Unmarked. But as it's unmarked, <laughs> can't verify that. <laughs> If you go, so if you go there, the sneaky Christchurch people. Yeah, except like, you probably have to pay to get in, so uh, don't bother. I wouldn't, because I'm a university staff member. Um, but we, you would. So maybe we should do it like when we do our when we do our Frida's Vida tour. Mm-hmm. You can stand at the door, and I'll just take like a camera in, and yeah. you can direct me. That's it. Around while I hunt for the bones. I could probably steal a university ID from somebody. Um, yeah, but you got to look like the person. I borrow it. What? They're not going to look. Anyways, I'll just be like, oh, my, because the scar. Oh, looks, so we got to go different. soon. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I regret I ever said anything. Shouldn't we go on our day? Maybe it's free admission on our day. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go tomorrow and be like, excuse me, we don't have to pay. We're here to honor Frida's vida. It is yeah. her day. Anyway, uh, uh, with all that in mind, what do you think her patronages are? Is... She, the patron saint of upgrading your property, because she turned that, <laughs> that pigsty into a lovely home. It's, most people would see a teardown, and she's like, no, oh, we can fix this. <laughs> the the patron saint of landlords, maybe. Ugh, that's, like, it's that. not a pigsty. It's a perfectly reasonable studio apartment it's, in a very um, desirable location. Sty core. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's what they call a stylish apartment. Hey. Hey. Is she the uh, patron of accessible wells? Um, <laughs> that one accessible well. Mm, <laughs> she should be. But wasn't it made accessible? Wasn't it actually the like the follow-up well that was? Yeah, that's true. It's really only accessible. I mean, it's got stairs that go down, so it's not like mm. accessible. So it's not wheelchair accessible. Not wheelchair accessible. Yeah. Just accessible for people who can walk downstairs but can't climb that easily. If you're like, I'm not drinking out of a bucket. I'm gonna go get the water myself. <laughs> <laughs> just you. lap it up with my own mouth yeah is she the patron saint of sweet water though because the mm, water is all treacly, treacly and sweet. water yeah yeah Ooh. right she's the patron saint of retiring to binzy <laughs> they're like a saint frisweed retirement home oh there should be maybe we'll find that it's like a spin-off <laughs> they're home somehow. for retired virgins <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. If you retire as a virgin, does that mean you start having sex? Well, you know, I guess it's up to you. You, You're retiring (laughs) from your career as a virgin. Yeah. You retire, they take your jersey, they hang it up in the rafters. What a legendary virgin you were. I don't know. Retiring to Binzi. Is she the patron saint of cat callers? (laughs) Surely she'd be the patron saint of people who have been catcalled, if anything. Uh, protection from cat calls. I don't know. Mm. She seemed to be really into this cat caller. She That's like, true. She responded. She, he's like, he's like the one cat caller who was like, "Hey, baby, how about a kiss?" And then and he got then the kiss. She actually did it. Yeah, that's a good it's, point. <laughs> it's the one time that it worked that all cat callers point to is like, "Well, it might it well, work sometimes." Well, it could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could that's work. A good point. <laughs> I was just, oh, I don't. I mean, listen, I don't really know what it's like as a man. <laughs> Please but tell me more. <laughs> it sounds hor- I was once in London and I saw a woman walking very quickly down the street, clearly in a hurry, mm-hmm. with earbuds in, and a man stopped her and made her like take out the earbuds so he could be like, Hey girl, you look good. And oh, I was just God. like, What the Ugh. fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> what about her her yeah, body language? She was interested in said talking that to she you was at, at any yeah, she wanted anything to do with this. <laughs> she clearly had shit to do, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's very weird. Like, what what compels people to do that? I've noticed that I think uh, a lot of women are starting to wear bigger and bigger headphones, headphones <laughs> to make it more and more obvious. To make it very very obvious that I'm not going to engage in conversation <laughs> right now. Headphones, like, dark glasses, right? Maybe like some kind of spiked clothing. Just just to... a T-shirt that says "fuck off." Yeah. No, please, thank you. Yeah. It's just, it's not even just like the headphones are getting bigger. It's like they're getting really bright. So it's like yeah. they're really, it's like high vis headphones. <laughs> for like, and yet, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't, they're not 100% dickhead proof. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. You're, you're guessing. I don't want to feel, feel like, like I, I'm out, I see, I see it. I don't, uh, I'm not. Uh, you don't endorse it. That's good to know. I don't endorse it. Let's just say that's. <laughs> And wow. any any men who can hear me who are thinking about it, don't. Just don't. Do don't. It. Mm-hmm. don't do it. It's not. It's not. It's. You know what? No. There's no good reason. It's very much something that we at the Saint Misbehaving Podcast do not approve of. Right. And we remember the three L's, gentlemen, which is leave ladies alone. <laughs> very nice. So, what are her actual patronages? Well, you already guessed one. It's Oxford. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And the other one is the University of Oxford. <laughs> That's Those it? Are it. Yeah. Oh, um, boo. Boo, boo, <laughs> But, like, it's weird as well because she didn't, she didn't seem to do anything that was that, like, student-y, you know? No. So, like, the connection to the actual university <laughs> I think university she taught those itself. ladies in her, uh, in her little convent. Oh, that's true. That's true. And you didn't say the patron saint of women who have very close friends with other women. Yeah. Ladies who are just roommates. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, there would have been women's colleges at Oxford for a while. Maybe, you know. No, because there were, like, of... no women in Oxford yeah, no, before I say the 20th for a while. century. Yeah, yeah, No, well, it was, like, the late late uh, 19th century, I think. Is that it? Yeah. But they, they were, like, not actually allowed to get actual degrees, I think. Oh. Oh, they were at Oxford as cleaning ladies. They no, were just, no, no. They, they, they were just there staying in a house together, not having sex with men. Yeah. Um, you Definitely know how it no is. sex with men. Yeah, very... Uh, wait, so uh, she's got two patronages. Yeah, and they're this... both... <laughs> Location specific. This is the most regional saint we've had. Yeah, yeah, very specific. Do you feel like it's a missed opportunity for her not to have more page? I mean, again, 
I feel like we've covered this before, but I don't think that the Catholic Church has any patron saints of LGBT people. That's true. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, she could be, you know, a patron of, uh, I don't know, she could have some other stuff to do, I think. Yeah, nope. She's just doing such a great job looking after Oxford. And that's it. Yeah. It's got um, a pretty solid record there. <laughs> the university's doing really well. Well, yeah, uh, it was uh, voted number one in the world again this week. Yeah. I think. So, yeah, I think so you're right. I saw that yeah. somewhere. Let's see. What's her name? Frida's Vida. Yeah. No, that's it on patronages. Ah, uh, well. I've I've cross-referenced with other uh, other sources, and that's the only patronages that are mentioned. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Just uh, just local saint. Yeah, and also, you know, if you're a woman, you don't contribute that much naturally. Nah. I just yeah. I don't know. I feel like she could have done a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. Maybe it was like she was just a rich kid whose dad made her a house full of ladies and uh, <laughs> had a couple miracles, you know, good, you know, solid miracles. Not really original miracles. No, nothing, nothing super out there. No, maybe it's just as well that she's just focused on Oxford. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe people, maybe more cities need more hyper local saints. Mm. She's really out there helping Oxford. She should do something about the housing prices. You know, get more housing. <laughs> well, she housing. is. She's converting pigsties. Right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. She's, yeah. <laughs> so people get you know like get you know more on Friswoods, uh, Friesweeds wavelength. You know yeah. here like get you know start converting the some most of their hovels. Yeah. Yeah. Into into like you know actual housing for people, but hopefully affordable <laughs> housing for you know ladies who just want to hang out together. Yeah. You don't need to worry about what they do. <laughs> that's their business for sure uh, but yeah that's that's all we got well anna have you ever seen a reason why you might have saint frida's weed uh, intercede for you i mean i guess if she actually arrived and kissed every cat caller that ever did cat calls mm-hmm. she would like take the flack for a lot of other women you know uh, see but i feel like that that's just sending a bad message unless she gives leprosy to all the men that she, she should actually yeah why do, why did she take his leprosy away if anything <laughs> should have cursed him that would have been way more yeah way more feminist she'd been like i was gonna but uh i was gonna take your leprosy away but you're kind of an asshole so yeah <laughs> but yeah if she could give leprosy to cat collars yeah then be, i would consider it that would be sure. amazing yeah that'd mm. be great i feel like if i ever have to go to binzi <laughs> she'd it'd be good to you know to get uh, rode there by an angel yeah that would be yeah. super great take a little boat trip up to binzi that'd be mm. nice you know just yeah. uh it's a rough part of town. No, it's not. There's <laughs> it's really no rough not parts of town. There's no, it's Oxford. There's no rough part of town. I mean, there is, but it's like, it's all relative. Yeah. It's, no, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm saying no, there isn't. I mean, the rough part of town is the town, is the part where I ran into that sign and got fucked up by a sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most threatening person in the town is a, an inanimate object. An inanimate metal sign, yeah. Yeah. What else? I mean, I guess if I lose the current nice spacious home that I have and need to reconsider other options, you know, mm-hmm. she might help me put it into perspective. You know, you might, it might be good if you're like looking at a piece of property and you're like, I don't, I don't really see the potential here i don't see the potential here yeah, yeah. and you're like so like but then it's like no saint frida's is like no actually if you blow out this 
wall and you put in some nice windows here and then you can do some landscaping around here and you're like oh my god St. Frieda's weed you're right this is an amazing bargain hmm? it's weird isn't it because there's no architecture course at Oxford clearly no. there should have been she should have founded that exactly know? yeah it should have been named after her yeah and it should be like you could fit like 12 ladies in here <laughs> I mean better if they all share one bed yeah just like one big old bed for all your lady <laughs> friends just to sleep in or whatever. Whatever happens. <laughs> mm. Whatever takes their fancy. The sun goes down early around here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, d- I no idea. Yeah, she should she should be the patron saint of estate agents. You missed that one. Yeah, they don't need a patron saint. Yeah, that's true. They've they've got money. <laughs> Protection against the state agents. Yeah. Yeah. I think that yeah, that's that's what you need you need it for for like helping you see potential in property mm. you know for... which we could all do with you know because a lot a lot of property is that that normal people can afford is only acceptable in our imaginations oh well anna thank you for bringing me all this information you've given me a lot of things to go and see yeah in, in your own town in our own hometown we're gonna go be pilgrims in our own hometown <laughs> this week we're gonna go we're gonna go see that well we're gonna go to Christchurch. We're gonna, like, we're gonna make them let us in, no matter what. Because we're very devout, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna go see those bones, even if yeah. In fact, that's when bones. we're gonna invoke her, when we inevitably get told we can't just walk into the cathedral for free, and we can be like, well, now is the time for her to intercede for us. Yeah, we are members of the cult of Saint Frieda's Weed, and we <laughs> demand to have access to her bones, even if they are mixed up bones. She's patron saint <laughs> of mixed up bones. Mm. Or un- um, unmixing bones. You should be the patron saint of like unmixing bones. Yes. she. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of things she should have been patron saint of that she was denied. I don't know. Maybe bones should be mixed up. I'm, 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 I'm like this idea of like all the bones just get mixed up together. You know, <laughs> like the catacombs in, in, in France, you know, just throw all the bones in one spot. And, you know, they're just happy there, all the bones. Well, there's a, a thing about how like horizontal graves take up a lot of space like land mm-hmm. so you know if you mixed up the bones maybe it would be more space efficient as well right mass graves is what we're advocating here people. oh my no god wait. nope no wait <laughs> now that i say it out loud that's not what we're advocating here people oh my that god is not at all <laughs> oh dear doesn't sound like you're gonna have a very blessed day <laughs> <laughs> oh well well i hope you have one Anna. thanks so. appreciate it all see right. you soon bye, bye. bye. bye.